Okay. 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 <laughs> Shut up. Welcome back to the <laughs> Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. <laughs> Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Somebody got weird before she started recording this podcast. Anyway, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And always engage with us on our on our social media at symbol the watch list pod. Okay. 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 So this is this is oh, fuck. What? This, this is your new play your new play toy, your your new little word. No, not okay. really. It's you know, just I do this to Dwight all the time. I'm like, okay. Okay. Oh God! Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, you know it's from Saturday it, this Night is Live. One... It's that character on Saturday Night Live. Is that, it? Yeah, there's that that one guy. Oh yeah, and he just he has that character that's that's right. Okay. 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 So that's I've right. Been... He goes through yeah. life with the okay. Okay. Oh yeah. What's his name? He's he he stars in like the King of Staten Island. Yeah, or yeah, that guy. And there's an episode, you know, there's one of them where yeah. Halo is hosting and she's like, oh, I love you. He's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's one of those rare weeks, people. Apparently. And actually, it is, it, it is, a, it, it is a rare week because we've actually seen four of the same things. That's and crazy. we each only have one thing that the other didn't didn't see. So yeah, That's it's crazy. crazy. So in radio, they teach you you got to do the tease first, you know, to keep people listening. Uh-huh. So I think we're going to save our review of Wand of Wandavision for last. Sounds good to me. All right. So everybody, stay tuned. For our review of WandaVision coming up soon. All right. So uh, why don't you why don't you kick us off there? With which one do you want to kick off with? You know what? Let's kick off with the Anne Hathaway Chuetel uh Chiwetel Edgy of Four drama there. Boxdown is on HBO Max. It stars, as you said, Anne Hathaway and Chiwetel Edgy of Four. And it's a rom com, apparently. And this couple, they're in, mm. you know, the COVID lockdown in London. Mm. What? What's that mm-hmm about? Well, all right. <laughs> the, when we saw this movie, Laura and I have have always just kind of jumped into movies. Mm-hmm. And we saw that these two people were in a movie and we trust them both. You know, you just look at at an actor and go, okay, if this person is in it, it must be of some level of quality. And it described itself as a comedy. Yeah, yeah, rom-com, yeah. 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 And and it ain't. Well, as I watched it, I noticed there were more big names in it, too, like Ben Kingsley and Mindy Kaling and Ben Stiller. I thought... Okay, these guys are in it. Why isn't this better? <laughs> you know? Well, it's okay. But, so, 
So this is the story of Linda and Paxton. They are a married couple living in London during the COVID-19 lockdown. And they have been drifting apart. And just before they were getting locked down, they were about to split. And then they're locked down and they're stuck in the same house. Then the wackiness ensues. And the wackiness ensues from there. But it's not wacky, though. It, it's, there's nothing wacky. No, it, it can't decide. It, it can't decide. If it's going to be a serious character study of the breakdown of a marriage during the period where nobody could leave their houses in the UK. Mm -hmm. And is it going to be that character study of two people who have grown apart but can't do anything about it? Or is it going to be a rom-com about a married couple who are brought back together to steal a diamond? Yeah, and then you've got the side business there of her job and the COVID breakdown of working and how shit goes down when you're working during a pandemic and how companies start slimming down. And, you know, his backstory and it just the whole Which thing is, is... Well, and, it's, and you get his backstory in dribs and drabs, but he's down on his luck. Mm -hmm. And the and the only job that he can find is as a driver, like a delivery truck like, driver, not like, like a, a Uber right, driver. yeah, right, like a delivery truck driver. And she is a vice president at a at a worldwide company that is laying off people and and furloughing people while she's getting a promotion. Yeah. So she's getting extremely disenchanted because she still has a soul and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, I mean, and how is any of that funny? Right. How could for this to be a comedy? Right. So for an hour and 58 minutes, we kept sitting, you know, we were sitting there like, when is this going to get funny? When is this going to get funny? And when they finally, albeit sort of logically get to how they're both entwined in this heist deal. I was waiting for this shit to be over because it was depressing. Yeah. And honestly, I don't want any more movies of zoom meeting. Right. Right. That's my fucking daily life. I don't need that in my entertainment. Yeah. And, and true that, I mean, I get that, and and they try to parody the the hell of business Zoom calls. They try to parody that, but it's not funny because it's planted in this movie that would have been way better and mm -hmm. probably an Oscar contender if it had stuck to just the character study drama. Yeah. Fuck the heist thing. Yeah. Just have these two people try to find themselves again yeah and in the end you know really stealing a diamond for these two regular smokes how are they gonna turn that into cash well they explained that did they did they really they did they did how, how did they explain it because i missed it how well, did they turn that into money they okay so dude okay spoiler alert by the way she would tell edgy of character Mm -hmm. was caught beating somebody up. 
Remember who that? Who deserved to be beat up. That's, yeah, that's who, all. Who deserved to be beat up. Yeah. But the guy he saved from the beating uh-huh. was into, it turns out, some shady shit. And he kept I, in contact see, with him. I did not pick up on any of that. And he just happens to be able to, and, and see here where plot holes come in. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are also plot holes in this movie. Well, of course there are. That can't be, that would have been better served if they weren't even there. But anyway, mm-hmm. but he also just happens to be able to fence a $3 million diamond, which is sitting in Harrods in London, which, worst security ever, by the way. Did we see him talking to this guy? Not at all. So that's why I had no idea that he existed, because we didn't even meet him. Not at all. Because Anne Hathaway's character said, how are we going to turn this into money? And that's when she would tell Ejiofor's character says, well, you know that guy I saved? Well, he just happens to know people. See, I didn't even hear her ask that because that's how bored I was through this whole fucking movie that I missed giant chunks of. I'm like, how did they suddenly sell this diamond? Spoiler alert. Yeah, whatever. Don't watch this movie anyway because it sucks. Eh, it okay. It's, it's terrible. It it is truly not a great movie, and I and I firmly suspect that somebody somewhere got a hold of the script and said, "This is way too serious. It's way too much like Marriage Story. We need to punch this up somehow. Let's add in a diamond heist." Mm. It seems like one of those movies where one too many cooks stirred in something stupid. Yeah, and two regular smokes who can just happen to get into the secure vault at Harrods department store. And yeah, shit. which is bullshit. And I have been in Harrods. Have you been in Harrods? I've never been to England. Oh, it, no, go there. It's no, fun. I anyway, won't it's on my list. But but Laura and I were looking at this movie, much like our friend Terry actually looks at all things France and goes, oh, my God, I've been there. I've been there. Um, <laughs> sorry, Terry, I'm not making fun of you, but I'm sort of making fun of you. Um, but not really, because I love you. And we were like, hey, we've been in that food court. We've done this. But I didn't know there was a series of tunnels underneath Harrods, which makes complete sense. But the movie falls apart. Absolutely fucking falls apart when the actual heist thing happens. And you're expected to go on this journey with them, and it makes no sense. Patty's right. Stay the fuck away from it. You'll. It's two hours Ugh. that that you could spend actually watching some of the other shit that we watched. Oh, and just any shit we've ever watched in any other episode of our podcast, quite honestly. Yeah. It's not that it couldn't have been good, but it's not good in its current form. All right. Yeah, it, that was awful. So let's let's rebound with something fun. So sure. We also watched the history of swear words. Because on... Nicolas Cage makes everything better. I'll tell you what, they got the perfect host. They sure as shit did. For the history of swear words, because Nicolas Cage may be like one half beer short of a six pack, but <laughs> damn it, if he is not entertaining and watchable. Right? And it's a six-episode series on Netflix, 
and each episode is only about 20 minutes or so. Yeah, this was far too short for me. It needed to be more. I wanted more. Well, it left me yeah. wanting more. I'm like, that's it? That's all of them? God damn it. I want well, more. Well, well, I'm sure <laughs> that there could be more, but each episode uh, details the history and uses of a different swear word, and they go from the very low-level damn to fuck. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I love about having a podcast is that we can say that. Yeah, we can say whatever the hell we want, as long as we put explicit. We have to put that, really? (laughs) Yeah, I just checked the box. It says explicit on every episode, because I'm sure I've said some... I'm sure I said fuck at least once in every episode, so... I'm pretty sure I fucking have, too. God damn it. Well, whatever. But anyway... Fuck it, you know. But it's... (laughs) It's almost like you have Tourette's on this show. Anyway, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but if you really want to have, uh, uh, I tried to binge a lot of these. And even though we both found the first episode, which ironically is the biggest swear word of all, fuck. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, I tried to watch three or four of these in a row and I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe. Oh, I watched all six. Bam, 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 bam. Did you? Bam, bam. I don't know. I lost count of my bams, but yes, six bams all at once. Blam. And that's why I was like, that's it. That's all of it. God yeah. damn it. I wanted more. So le- legitimately in, t- in the same amount of time that you'd watch the shitty locked down, you could watch all six episodes of the history of swear words. And it's fun. And that's far more exciting and interesting and entertaining than locked down will ever be. Yeah. So check it out. It's on Netflix. It's not a huge lock, you know, block of time. If you're looking for something that's a palate cleanser, something that's amusing, give it a shot. Yeah. And they talk to comedians as well as some linguists and professors and such. And, and yes, exactly. And and it's fun because they give the historical uh they give the history of each word. Mm-hmm. And how it came about. And, and Nicolas Cage is just the host. Yeah. And he's also got very good hair in this in this show. He does. And he says pithy things. He does. And mm-hmm. he's and he's fun. So yeah, give it a, give it a shot. Yeah. So the next thing we both watched was Lupin. Or at least I watched the first episode of Lupin. I've watched a few, but I'm... I don't know where I left off. I've watched at least three, maybe. Okay. Yeah. It, it's a French series that's dubbed into English. It is also on Netflix. How many episodes are there? Uh, according to Wikipedia, there are five. Okay. Well, we got through the first one, and I, I was out, to be honest. Oh. It's not that it wasn't kind of fun, with discount Idris Elba as the lead. <laughs> yes, that is exactly who that it's, guy is. Right? It's a discount Idris Elba. And that is no disrespect or shade to the guy who is actually the star in this, but Idris Elba is Idris Elba. And yeah. this guy is just a discount version of that. Well, yeah, he plays a gentleman thief. His name is Omar Sy, by the well, way. Yeah, and Omar Sy was charming enough. He yeah, you know, he's definitely charming. And he's got an interesting backstory. Well, anyway, yeah. he he plans to steal a necklace 
that is going up for auction at the Louvre. Mm-hmm. And then the wackiness ensues from there. Yeah. So this is a retelling of a classic French story about Ar- about Arsene Lupin, who is a world famous gentleman thief and master of disguise. We. We. Okay. Bonjour, Philippe. Ça va? Uh, <laughs> Très bien. Yeah, okay. Comme si, comme ça. Whatever. Uh, so, yeah, so it follows this, this thief, and he is the only son of an immigrant from Senegal. And his father gets framed for the theft of this necklace when he's a, when our, our main hero was a, a teenager. Yeah. And then he's taken to jail and totally framed. And the father, he, the father does, and he kills himself in jail. So our fearless hero, 25 years later, they've found this necklace again that, cause it disappeared supposedly when his dad stole it, but dad didn't really steal it. And so now he's trying to get his revenge on this family that framed his dad and essentially is the reason why he spent 25 years without his father. I just had such, I had so many problems with the plot holes in this that the first episode was good enough for me. It's not that it wasn't bad. There's certainly worse, but I, I just couldn't get past the very, very thinly drawn racist rich guy who the necklace is supposedly stolen from. It, that's paper thin, you know, and, you know, you can smell what's coming or at least after the first episode, we could smell what's coming, but we're not going to invest any more time in it. What are the other episodes like? 30,000 feet view. Have you ever seen... The show Leverage. No. Oh, Timothy Hutton, right? No. Yeah, Timothy Hutton. This show, for anyone who's actually seen the series Leverage, this feels like Leverage, but with one guy doing all the stuff and not a team of people with their special skills doing all the stuff. Uh, they like, well, in Leverage, it's like the the heist of the the week kind of a show where there's a team of people, they're all master criminals for their own little things, and they come together and they do their criminal shit, but to help somebody and to get back at the man. All right. And that this is kind of our Lupin guy has all the skills of all the team on Leverage, but he's only trying to get back at one guy through all of the episodes. And the the masterful skills that he has and his masterful disguises to her, you'd never know that was the same guy, but you totally know it's the same guy. He totally knows. (laughs) Just, I'm like. (laughs) Discount interest Elba. And in 25 years, how did he get all of these fancy ass skills? That's kind of where I'm like, "Eh." but it's, you know, it's fun to watch this guy try and be this you know gentleman thief whatever i'm i'm tentative about it as i'm trying to find my next really good korean drama oh this was fine whatever oh jesus (laughs) 
<sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> it, it, I think that's a good word for it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it, if you really are into, you know, France, uh, it's, it's pretty because it made me want to go to the Louvre tomorrow, to be ah. honest. And I would love to go to the Louvre. I, I, that's one of my bucket list things to do. Um, but as a show, uh, I think there are just better shows out there. Well, you know what? If if you want some kind of a a heisty gentleman thief type show, Leverage is really pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, but if you're looking for a, a heist kind of show, totally money heist. La Casa oh, de Papel. Fuck completely yeah. fuck yeah from fuck Spain. Yeah. A heist do all, do all the seasons of that. Yes. That one is the superior of heists. But if yes. you want like the heist of the week kind of a show that you could watch and walk away from after an episode, because Money Heist, you gotta you gotta watch it all. Because yeah, that's the whole series is like the one big heist. Yeah. But if you want a heist of the week show where you could drop in, watch one, and walk away, and you'd be fine to never come back again, or you come back again and get another heist of the week, Leverage. All right. It's the unknown. I didn't know I was going to talk about it, Joe. Yeah, exactly. So what <laughs> did you think of the show we were actually talking about? Lupin is okay. Yeah. All right. It's okay. So what was the one thing that you watched that I didn't? And I'll tell you about the one thing. And stay tuned, everybody. Our review of Disney Plus's WandaVision coming up soon. <laughs> so I did manage to find, which is probably why I didn't finish off Lupin, a wonderful Korean story. It's kind what? of a, yeah, it's a Korean series. It's on Netflix and it's a fantasy thriller. Uh, this one is called Black. And Black is the story of a grim reaper who was forced to track down his fugitive partner. Ooh. So in this universe, the grim reapers, uh, there's, there's two different levels of grim reaper. There's the ones that are born to being a grim reaper. And then there are the humans who have committed suicide and have to earn their way into the afterlife by becoming Grim Reapers. So oh. the born to Grim Reapers have to take the human ones as like a partner, teach them the ways for them to move up in the world. So his, his partner has gone off the deep end and wants to be human again and alive again and get revenge on whoever it is that he feels he needs revenge on. So our Grim Reaper guy, who's kind of a dick, he, he takes over a, hum a human body who has recently passed to go track down this fugitive partner. So in the process, he stumbles into this big mystery, this cold case of murders from 20 years ago. And he comes, he enlists the help of a woman who can see she, she sees the Grim Reapers around people who are about to die, but just a black shadow. She doesn't actually see people. So he enlists her help to try and find the fugitive Reaper. And the longer he stays in this human's body, the less Grim Reaper he is and more human he becomes. And then he starts to start having feelings that he doesn't understand and all these rules are broken and he's going to be in a shitload of trouble. 
by the end of this series. How many episodes is it? There are 18 episodes. Fuck me sideways. That's what I love about these is that I get a whole lot of stuff. Oh and I, I can be invested for a long time. <laughs> this came out in 2017. So this isn't this isn't new at all, but it's new for me. And there are a total of 18 episodes, and that's it. That's all I'm gonna get. Uh where is this? This is on Netflix. Okay. I am maybe, gosh, I'm not sure where I left off. I might be episode five or six, maybe. How long have I been sitting around today? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, it's, you know, this one's really good. I I like the mystery bit where it's like, oh, that person, oh, that person's there. Oh, this is like all of these Korean dramas with their like cop show mystery stuff. Everything is so intertwined where everybody is involved in some way in the past of the crimes that went on. It's crazy. Okay. And well, I, I might love check it, it out I absolutely then. love it. Cause you know, the U S crime shows, the cop shows, the mystery shows, they don't, they don't do that kind of shit. No. It's always the mystery of the, of the week. And then when you get into shit, it gets canceled. Yeah. And the, yeah. And these, I know that the Korean dramas, they just do pretty much one season and then it's over. How long is each episode? Uh, well, they're like an hour long, uh, sometimes a little longer than an hour. So you're getting a whole lot of stuff. It's all packed in. And 20, oh, that's, oh, like, like all of these, but, but they all are, revolve around solving one, one like crime. Okay. And some of these, like there, there are a couple other ones that I watched. You've got the one major uh, case they're working on. But then to make it not so boring with the one major case, there's little side cases that, that spin off. Like they start investigating this thing and that leads to this other thing. But then it comes back to the big thing. It's not like there's an hour and the whole case is solved. Okay. Because that's not how police work goes anyway. You know they're not spent going to investigate in one day and f- solve the case. And that's what I like is it's a little more realistic that it takes time to solve the case. Okay. So Black on Netflix, Grim Reapers, Black Clouds, People Die In, Murders from 20 Years Ago. Awesome. Watch it. Cool. So the one thing that I watched that you didn't is called Shadow in the Cloud. Mm-hmm. It stars Chloe, Gra- uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Okay. And it's actually a, an action thriller. Ooh. And we were watching the trailer for this, and it it hooked us. We were like, what the fuck is this? Because it takes place during World War II. Oh, okay. And Chloe Grace Moretz plays a very mysterious woman with a package who has to get on this one specific plane to go to one specific place. Mm-hmm. And you don't know why, but she she gets on this plane and everybody on board is, and obviously because this is the 40s, it's very sexist, oh, you know. Yeah. But sidebar, there may or may not be little alien gremlin creatures crawling on this plane also. 
And I did not know this. So this movie is actually based on uh, a very real thing that they were telling our our soldiers back then to make sure the gremlins didn't mess with our equipment so that all of our equipment ran normally. Well, this movie actually makes those gremlins real. Interesting. So it's it's a movie that it it's a mashup of things like aliens. So I very much got a Ripley vibe from this. Almost certain aspects of the movie Gravity, Atomic Blonde. And there are plot holes in this that I was willing to forgive because the movie was fucking entertaining. All right. So it shows the difference between plot holes that you can't forgive because the movie is either just dragging or it's sh- or it's shitty or whatever, and a movie you're willing to go along with. So the suspension no, of disbelief. Yes, you. At least I was able to suspend disbelief. Okay. Because of why she has to protect this certain package and how it pertains to the gremlins on board. That's all I'll say. Interesting. Okay. Now, what was, what was also very interesting is I actually paid for this movie outright. Oh, so this is a rental. It is a rental. And I think generally available wherever you can pick up, you know, day and date movie theater, like same days as in theaters rental. And it was $20 to rent, $24 to buy. So I just bought it. And I, and I, and I did it on the logic of, well, if we were going out to the movies, this seems like something we would go and see. So fuck it. I'll just do it. And I'm glad that I did. It's fun. And Chloe Grace Moretz kicks ass. No pun intended because she starred in a movie called kick ass, but anyway, so that is called shadow in the cloud. Okay. Now, I don't know if anybody wants to wait for it to become that rental that you can only get for six bucks or they're going to wait for it to be available on some other paid streaming service they may already have. But if you like little gremlin things and you like a a female protagonist kicking ass, this is your cup of tea. All right. Let's recap before we move on to WandaVision. Let us recap before we get to our very special yes. review of yeah. Disney Plus's WandaVision. So History of Swear Words, that's on Netflix. Totally should watch it. Totally. Locked Down, that's on HBO Max. Stay the fuck away. Yeah, avoid it like the plague. Yeah. No pun intended because it's about going. <laughs> Lupin, which is on Netflix. Meh, D- if you got nothing better to do. Yeah. 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 Black, also on Netflix. Totes my goats watch it. Because it's a Korean drama, and those are all awesome. Uh, okay. <laughs> you need to watch more. I do. I do. I know. And then Shadow in the Cloud, which is a rental, and Bill says, Totes my goats watch it. Totes my goats watch it. All, all right. right. Now. WandaVision. <laughs> so as we're recording this, which is on Saturday night after the football games, because I had to watch some foot- sports ball. Disney dropped the first two episodes of its brand new Phase 4 of Marvel stuff, WandaVision. Mm, Phase 4. Phase 4, which is an old Ant movie from the 70s, but anyhow. Oh, okay. So it stars uh, Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff and Paul Bettany as Vision. And the first two episodes, and I'm not giving anything away, this is a spoiler-free review. 
you see them in the trailers support this you see them in very 50s and 60s type settings mm -hmm. the first episode is very specifically drawn up after the old dick van dyke show of the 1950s yes i totally picked up on that and i totally picked up on that too and i'm watching other reviews of this and and some of them are like well i didn't get the motif of it blah 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 well that's because well, you're 12 well true <laughs> but i can't fault anybody for that I guess. So, so I, I'll get to that in a minute. Then the second episode revolves around the show Bewitched. Yes. From the opening of it. So if you are of a certain age, I would say mid 40, like 40s on where you might've seen reruns of these old fifties and sixties TV shows, you might get, you might get the kitsch value of it more. But I am sure, based on the very small scenes that you get here and there, that why they are in those settings is going to come into play. Yeah, yeah. Laura could not stand episode one. I really liked it. Cause, and I well, did, you know, I, I could tell it was kind of a play on Dick Van Dyke and all those, you know, shows from back in the day. Yep. You know, and... I just I I loved it. I I loved the costumes, quite honestly. But I also loved oh, those sure. those dresses that they wore back then. That's exactly what those sitcoms were. It's exactly what they were like. Yeah. And <laughs> when I told when I told Laura that the budget for each episode was twenty five million dollars. Damn. Yeah, that's actually true. Look that up. The uh, the she looked at me and said, where the fuck was it? <laughs> because she didn't see how that budget was $25 million. I am willing to be on this train because of how meticulous Kevin Feige is with setting up the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. And the little symbols that we see in both episodes one and episodes and episode two will link in later. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to give those away, but if you are into Marvel movies, especially you, first of all, you know, things are messed up because Wanda Maximoff and vision are here and they are in this show. I am willing to stick along with this because I believe in it. I think this show is going to set up everything in phase four that we need to see or at least be that springboard into what is going to define this. I loved them. I thought they were fun. I really liked them. And in episode two, there's a character called Dottie Jones. She's the woman who like rules the neighborhood, the mom you don't yeah. want to piss off. And I yeah. kept staring at her and staring at her, trying to figure out who the fuck she was, who that actress is. And now I see it's Emma Caulfield Ford. She was Anya on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No way, that's Anya. That's Anya from Buffy. That's Boy, why she won the gene pool. She looks great. So familiar. And wow. I was like, why can't I place her? Yeah. And I am sure that there are there are a couple of Easter eggs that I did find. Mm -hmm. Again, mm -hmm. I'm not going to give those away. Yes, I, I, I may have caught one of the ones you're talking about. I I caught a couple of them. Mm -hmm. But I also think, and I and I, I love you, babe. 
I don't think that we have seen enough of it yet for it to make sense. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not. Which is why I think they dropped both episodes. Otherwise, people would be like, what the fuck is this shit? Well, like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, like, what am I like? What is this? Yeah. Right. So, I need at least those first two to be like, oh, exactly. where are they going with this? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So each episode, I think, is what, half an hour? Yeah, it wasn't that long. It was definitely pretty short. They're not that long. Yeah, they're not an hour. Definitely not an hour. But as the continuation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, definitely watch WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I agree. Do it. Do it. All right. And that is all we've got. That's what we got. Yarp. So I don't know what the hell I'm going to watch this week, though. Um, I need to catch up on Zoe. You should watch a Korean drama. Pick one, any one. There are a bajillion and watch it and tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay. All right. (laughs) I will pick. All right. I will pick one thing. Yeah, one. All right. And watch it. And right. you know you could even watch just one episode. I'm not going to make I'm you watch the whole fucking Jesus. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. But anyhow, do us a favor. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that contact us button. Let us know what you thought of WandaVision. Engage with us on your on our social media. We are dying for you to talk to us at Symbol, the Watchlist Pod. Let us know your impressions of WandaVision if you have seen it. Let us know if you saw any of the other things that we talked about. We would love to hear your opinion. And pretty soon, we, we will pick our first guest to be on our show. So that's it. That is... That is our episode today, wrapped yeah. up in a nice, neat little 40-minute bow-ish. 40, 40 minutes? Uh, it depends on More or less how the broken bits fit together. <laughs> broken bit schmuck. We'll fix it in post. Exactly. Well, we have That's no choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. shite. Okay. Well, everybody, you have a very good start to your week. Yes. Enjoy your week. And please continue to be safe, mask up, and um, I'm just, you know, let us take this week and move forward. That's all I'm going to say. Stay safe, everybody. Yeah, stay safe. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.